Hi, everybody, and welcome to our Motivation Assist podcast, where today myself and Maeve are going to talk about the scales and the truth about the scales. Um, I know this is a topic that uh, is going to relate, everybody's going to relate to because Maeve's nodding her head here beside <laughs> me already. It's a huge, huge issue in the, the clinic, um, and it's such, I can never say it enough, such a negative influence um with with anybody out there listening who's trying to lose weight um so we're going to go through the reasons why it's such a negative influence and explain to you um how a scale works versus what we do in the clinic um we do body fat analysis so we're going to talk a little bit about that um so I know myself and Maeve have been chatting and um, it's always great to catch up because we, we don't see enough of each other um, and all, always talk about our passion that, that we all have um, looking after clients. We love talking about case histories and stories. Um, and when you and I were talking previously about the, the scales, we were talking about clients who literally feel like giving up and literally have had a really, really good week um, with regard to their habits and behaviours. Hop on the scale. I had a lady only yesterday and are nearly in tears um, and want to give up because of the this, they're letting the scale judge their success. So I know you have, and uh, you mentioned a, a case history you might want to tell us about also a couple. Yes, yeah. I do, Ashling. There's, you know, unfortunately we're all conditioned um, with the scales in mind as, as a measurement, as a tool of how well we've done when really um, we are all the same motivation that your week has been a good week if you've changed your behavior in any way if your mm -hmm. food diary has been good when you stand up on the scales and you don't get the result that you want it doesn't suddenly become a bad week it's mm -hmm. still a good week you know um it's much more important than somebody's changing their habits and their behaviors than the figure on the scales which ultimately will come down of course mm -hmm. when you're changing habits and um, there was there's two people i have in mind and and just to say to you um mm. there's always the idea that it's just women that are obsessed with the scales but actually yes. i had a fair few male clients who were <gasps> oh, quite obsessed worse. with the scales i oh. would say worse the belt <laughs> yeah. comes off the change yes. comes out of the pocket oh, yeah. every single i would say absolutely. nearly worse than than the females absolutely yeah. because yeah. if i'm not being totally um stereotyping here mm. um that there men use measurements very much with and data you know as a kind of a mm -hmm. performance tool and mm -hmm. there was one man you know and it wasn't actually in his case it wasn't a negative thing he used to mm. come in and he had an excel spreadsheet and he would write down his body fat and his in fairness he did focus on body fat and his mm. weight that week mm. um and he used it as a tool to kind of motivate him so in that case it wasn't actually a, a negative thing the lady um that i'm, I'm thinking about um was became a very negative thing mm. and it came to the point where myself and herself had, I had to bring it up with her that the scales mm. was becoming a source of stress to the point where I actually think it was 100% impeding her progress you mm -hmm. know so mm -hmm. we agreed together that for a number of weeks we wouldn't weigh her um, or we would cover her weight and we mm. would just discuss body fat so how mm -hmm. many pounds of body fat did I lose or Great, you know yeah. how the inches yeah. come in this week and she did well with that overall but she was somebody that was very much conditioned by the scales there was another lady that came in and she started off that way and we worked together and i very um you know pointedly tried to discuss the scales with her and bring her way of thinking around to a much more positive one and um, mm. because i think your relationship with the scales is actually vital to your success mm -hmm. overall 
she did change her attitude and she did become much more focused on body fat and she did become much more focused on how are my habits going to, you know, to the mm-hmm. point where I knew the great day had come when that lady st- stood in the scales. The scales had not changed. And I looked at her expression mm-hmm. and she said, that's fine, Maeve. I'm still happy. It's a great week because I did really well in my water. I exercised yeah. and I just thought this, this is what it's all about. Mm. This is why I love this job because mm. You know, there is the evidence that we can work with somebody and they can change their way of thinking and it Mm -hmm. becomes a way of thinking that's much more helpful, Mm -hmm. constructive and Mm -hmm. and ultimately will get them to the goal, which is to lose weight and to keep the weight off. So so she was a wonderful example. So it's very much focusing on, as you said, what we're gain, what clients are gaining rather than losing. So, um, as you said, gaining that that's a huge, a huge success. Well yeah. done. And I'm thrilled for that lady. Mm. Um, it is very much gaining better habits, behaviors, attitudes. So, mm. and we do as, as consultants and Maeve knows this, we do have an actual consultation grid and we, yeah. that we fill in and we ask similar questions each week. And that is one of the questions that we'd always ask. Um, what, how, what have the benefits been for you this week? Tell us what you've gained this week, a good habit or behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, so certainly, as you said, Maeve, that helps change the mindset, not all this, uh, all about the scale mm. and the reasons just, um, to give listeners out there, the reasons why a scale will fluctuate um, and why a client may have a good week, but the scale might show a different story. Reasons for um, a lot of the the time fluid is is an issue, as we know. Um, And if we look at the the causes um, and the reasons why we retain fluid, we have, first of all, stress. Mm -hmm. Now, I would say, and I know you know, Maeve, too, that stress is on the increase. So many clients are, are suffering from stress. Um, extra carbohydrates can cause fluid retention, alcohol, um, lack of sleep. Obviously, women out there, hormonal and men can retain and have hormonal, hormonal issues also. Standing up all day, medication, not, not enough water, caffeine, and the list goes on and on and on. So the client you mentioned, Maeve, there about the fat loss. Mm. So we would look at the body fat and see that a client could have lost fat, but they could be up weight wise because they're retaining fluid or they could have gained muscle, um, which is something that that happens automatically. Obviously, habits are improving and behaviors are improving. Clients are fitter, want to exercise more. Muscle increases, they're getting nice and toned. I'm not talking about a big rugby player here. Mm -hmm. But even on that note, if we take the BMI chart, as you know, Maeve, Mm -hmm. if I look at the BMI chart and I put a rugby player like Brian O'Driscoll or somebody on that BMI chart, Mm -hmm. he will be way off the scale and it will show he's been overweight. Um, Whereas he's all muscle. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and that's what we're looking for. So mm-hmm. as you know, too, and I'm sure you, you, you've come across this and, and you've mentioned it with the lady and, and that gentleman, they're monitoring fat loss. So there's a huge difference between mm-hmm. fat loss and, um, and weight loss um, or weight gain. The other thing is the mental weight questionnaire. So I know you mentioned it. It's, I have done the same as well, that if somebody's becoming too obsessed with the scales, we take it out of the equation. And sometimes uh, I'm sure have you experienced what's the reaction for you when you say that to someone who's obsessed with the scale? They don't panic. Like it. They panic. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And they're yeah. the very people who we ask at the at the beginning, can mm-hmm. you please I always say to them, please put the scales in the attic. Mm-hmm. Please just hide it um, for now. And the only way that you're going to be measured is when you come into us every week. 
you know those people they haven't done that they're they're mm-hmm. weighing themselves twice a day they're um you know monitoring it constantly so we really have to work hard to change that mindset and i mm-hmm. think a lot of the times we're successful and that is really vital to their success um and actually just going back to the muscle mm. thing there i don't know if listeners know but if you actually take a pound of body fat and a pound of muscle, and if you look at them physically on, on a table, mm. a pound of muscle looks like a lovely fillet steak. Um, it's very lean and it takes up about half the space as a pound of big lumpy fat. Mm-hmm. So it, it's understandable that as somebody gains muscle, they get a leaner you know, mass in their body. Mm. They come in in inches and they're losing that bulky fat. So really, if we're going to focus on anything, please let's focus on, on body fat and muscle. Mm-hmm. And it's a wonderful thing when somebody starts to gain muscle because as I've written in blogs before, muscle is metabolically active, which means when people are sleeping, even not moving, sitting here, we are burning calories, more calories if we gain more muscle. So for every pound that we gain of muscle, we're we're burning maybe, you know, between 30 to 50 calories more, you know, so... Mm-hmm. That is a wonderful direction to be going in. It's it's it nearly broke my heart one day when a, a young girl came in and she'd been hitting the gym, and she had time to do that and it was wonderful and she was all positive about it. But then she saw the scale not changing or it might have even gone up a slight amount, and then she said to me that she was going to give up the gym, and mm. um, that so she this is an ex- extreme example of somebody who's obsessed with the scales. She only wanted to see a certain figure on the scales, and I think. Sometimes people become obsessed with a figure that they have in mind and they won't give up till they get to that point where they don't understand that actually your body is different this time around. You have more muscle this time around. You're a much fitter, better shape than you were five years ago. And that might mean that your ultimate goal weight is a couple of pounds heavier than it, than you thought it would be. Mm-hmm. So my current weight personally now is about five or six pounds more than I would have been a few years ago. Mm. But I'm much happier with my shape. Yes. Because I have a bit more muscle, yeah. thankfully, for yeah. now. We'll see if we can keep it. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. you know, that that's the whole point, really. Okay. And measurements, we, we've always said inch loss is fat loss. So it's a very simple way to measure. So we'd say to clients, stay away from the scale, inch loss. And I have to say, you are looking fantastic. And particularly if you've had a baby, I know, not not that long ago. So you're you're um, you're a great inspiration and practice what we preach. Um, so, yeah, guys, I would certainly, um, you know, we're saying stay away from the scale you said it there Maeve put it in the attic out of sight out of mind Mm -hmm. if anything try on you know go to your wardrobe uh, pick out an outfit that's a little bit tight that fitted dress um, and make that your goal take your inches and and keep trying that that outfit on Um, and um, and can I just say actually just in terms of of measurements we're not saying Mm. to people here don't measure yourself because at Mm. the same time goals need to be measurable Um, we're saying use other methods so we do use the tape measure in motivation Mm -hmm. as well Mm -hmm. and just as a guideline women Ideally, for a healthy middle measurement, um, would be 32 inches on the middle, mm-hmm. um, or under, and then for men, it's 36 or under. So, uh, well, ideally under 36. Um, a man that comes, and we have many clients coming in, uh, male clients who would be over 40 inches, they are at extreme risk of diabetes, mm-hmm. stroke, um, heart problems, and so on with that that very simple measurement so everybody mm-hmm. out there you don't need anything sophisticated just get the tape measure but around the slimmest part of your middle and really it should be under 32 for women or under 36 for men um as an ideal not 
model measurements we're talking about health here and and health um associated risks mm, so that's that's good to know the the exact measurements and again something that the clients can do um do at home mm. i think i have a, a lovely um story that that comes to mind in a case history that proves the point what we're saying um you know take the scale out of the equation and um it was actually an online client that that i had some time back um and we weren't obviously measuring or we weren't weighing, I should say. The client actually said to me from day one, and I'll never forget this. She said, I don't want to be weighed. Just tell me when I get there. That client, I think, had the easiest journey out of all the clients we ever had because she purely focused on the mental weight report, the mental weight aspect of, of our program, which is repeated once a month. She used the tools. She did use all the tools because, as we always say, it is like a jigsaw. There's the handouts. There's um, the the audio programs are important and um, bringing back your weekly handouts, the whole lot. Um, and she literally focused on, as we say, one habit or behavior each month that came up on our mental weight report and the scale looked after itself. We could see on the report, even visually, all the unhealthy habits and behaviors disappearing, um, but the scale just literally followed and, and that's the way um, it, it certainly it works. And that's why our program is so different. And based on what you and I've been talking about, Maeve, why it is so successful. We're not focusing on the scale. So, guys, if you have a scales in your house, um, throw please out. throw it out or to put it in the attic um, and uh, focus on, as we said, what you're gaining rather than what you're losing. So thank you, Maeve, for joining us today um, on our podcast. And hopefully, guys, you found it helpful as always and we look forward to talking to you soon.